0: In this episode, we serve the tea on the power of play and why it's important to not only our creativity but to our health. We discuss what play is and offer suggestions on how you can include more of this vital energy into your daily life.
1: Welcome to Starlight Tea where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Belinda Boring. And I'm Christy Cook.
0: Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by Of Starlight and Moonbeams. A team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth to. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at ofstarlightandmoonbeams.com. Hey Belinda, what's
1: in your cup this week? In my cup, I have my watermelon cup today and it is filled with mango Powerade. Uh, I love mango and just a change from <laughs> a change from this soda. But yeah, I'm trying to try something new and this is from the, you can only find it at Circle K. So it's a treat when we find it. So that's what's in my cup and that's how I'm starting my morning. And in my life cup this week, I've been looking into different programs and watching videos about the priestess presence and learning more about that archetype from Elaine Khalil Dowdy. Elaine Khalila Dowdy. Yeah, Elaine Khalila Dowdy.
0: She's my mentor. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you brought her into my, what do you call it, into my peripheral. You brought her in, like, introduced her. And so, I've been looking more into programs with her and just seeing what she has to offer. So that's been really exciting. It's It's been a lot, a lot of energy just bouncing around there. And then other than that, just working and being grandma and working in my garden. So what about you, Christy? What's in your life cup this week or what's in your cup?
0: <laughs> well, in my physical cup, I am drinking my from my mug you are made of magic no made of stars oh my gosh it's fading that makes me sad because i really like this cup (laughs) (laughs) um and i'm drinking coffee because we are recording this one in the morning so um yeah i'm still drinking my coffee Uh, and then i have my water back up because of course i'm always drinking water try to stay hydrated keeps you young right let's see in my life cup It's funny that you mentioned Elaine because that's really where a lot of my focus has been besides, of course, the magazine and the podcast. But um, I'm in a training program for creating my own programs, and I've kind of hinted at them in other podcasts, but I had a call. um, So Elaine's the one mentor, and then there's an apprentice priestess. She's a senior priestess. There's there's not hierarchy in this realm because – It's feminine energy and there is no hierarchy in feminine energy. And so, but there's still mentors and, you know, people who have been doing it longer who, you know, are your guide. And so I had a call with her, my other one in my training program to go over my program that I'm creating. And oh my gosh, she was so excited about it, which just excited me more about it. (laughs) It was like, yes, I'm on the right path. She was like, you have to do this. Women need it. And I'm like, yes. okay, good, because I know it's what I needed and it's actually kind of my healing process. But instead of it taking seven years, because I didn't have someone who guided me through it, who said, you know, here are some of the steps here, are some of the challenges you're going to face here are, you know things that you might not have considered. And it. so I'm pretty much creating the program I wish I had had back in 2016 when my life went to shit. And I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know all of the different factors that were playing into it because there were a lot of things that I didn't even realize were playing into it until now I can see that. And I think that extended my healing process and extended the darkest parts of it which, so I'm hoping that I can create this program that will help others going through the same thing, shorten their experience, or at least, you know, everybody has their own path and they have to travel that journey, but at least, you know, hopefully I can shed more light on their steps that are ahead of them and, you know it's not to say go this path you have to do it this way because i don't believe that for anybody but it is more being that light and that's kind of what we're about out of starlight and moonbeams is being that light to help others find their own paths and their own light so that they can start shedding their lights for other people and it's just a domino rippling exponential effect so yeah I'm really excited about it if you can't tell (laughs)
1: and it was just really nice to be talking to her (laughs) you've told me a little bit about this program and I'm like okay I'm first in line like um I'm ready because I know the amount of energy and love and commitment that you put into the things that you you offer to people And I just know it's going to be filled with all kinds of magic and all kinds of energy and healing. And it's just going to be insightful and beautiful. And so I'm excited. I get excited every time you tell me about it. So I'm like, is it ready yet? Is it ready? <laughs> that's that's the no funny pressure. thing. I'm like,
0: I want to do it now, now, now. And she's like, okay, you got to trust the process. You know, you got to. Yeah. Um and, it, and again, it's not you got to, because the, the whole thing about, at least with priestess presence and the priestess path, is stepping into your own sovereignty and knowing what is right for you and listening to your own inner wisdom. But on the same token, like I said, there's people out there who have done it before and, you know, have walked where you're walking already. And that's what the guide is and that is what I'm training as a guide. And so, you know, she's reminding me, don't rush it. There's no reason to rush it. And you and I kind of had this conversation the other day too, is, you know, you don't do it in a day. You don't walk the path in a day. You don't heal in a day. You don't find yourself in a day and find yourself as another kind of weird topic. Um, because you're not really lost, you're just buried, really. Right. <laughs> you got to peel away all the layers that you're buried under. But yeah, it was just really nice to have that affirmation and for her to be so excited about it. And it's, yeah, it's really going to be geared toward women, Gen, Gen X women, really, and older millennials, those in their 40s and 50s who are coming into this, way of life, this path, this awakening, whatever you want to call it, um, later in life. And there's a real correlation there that I'm still exploring and getting into having to do with um, empty nest and perimenopause or menopause, you know, going through all of that. And then our generation specifically, we had COVID and the pandemic right in the middle of all of that, which just, you know, it's all about this turmoil and chaos and and transforming and taking that and transmuting it into who you really are and where your power is and how you can go through life in a whole different way, empowered and working your that. own personal magic and sharing your own love and yeah. I am passionate about it. I'm excited about it. And I can't wait to share more over the coming months. It won't be probably offered. I'm looking at the calendar. It'll probably start in January. But we'll be talking about it throughout the fall because there's some lead up things too that I'll be offering. So just uh, listen out. (laughs) Yay. Stay tuned. Okay, I'm so excited. We have a sponsor, and so we just want to say this episode is brought to you by romance author M. Jane, or Melanie Jane, and her books include Paranormal Romance, which we absolutely love. We both write, and that is totally our jam. She also predominantly features characters over the age of 35 facing life head-on. Her books are Woman Positive and Advocate Empowerment. And just love that. So thank you, M Jane or Melanie Jane. She writes under both names. We appreciate you.
1: And just a friendly reminder that there's always something fun and magical going on in the world and with of starlight and moonbeams. So subscribe to our newsletter to receive weekly news updates on our offerings and exclusive gifts and promo codes for our shop. You can also hit the subscribe or follow button on your app to queue up new episodes as soon as they drop and follow us on the socials find everything through our new link tree in the show notes also please consider leaving a review or a comment something that lets other listeners know that what you've liked about the episode so they can tune in too
0: So this week, we're serving the tea on the power of play and what we mean when we say it's so important that we include it into our daily lives. And I'm going to ask Belinda, what who has a toddler and who gets to play a lot more than I do, it seems like, um, tell us what you feel like is... What do you mean by play and
1: where, what we mean by the power in play? Well, of course, like when... When I think of play, you know, it takes me back to my childhood. It takes me back to when I was a little kid and you're just out there, you don't have any worries, there's no responsibilities, there's no obligations, there's no one demanding anything of your time. You're just there in the moment enjoying um whether you're playing on a playground at a park, you're playing with your toys, things like that. So that's what play. That's the image that it invokes in my mind. And yeah, I am a grandma I'm raising. He is two and a half now. And he's. I've always believed in the saying, if you work hard, you need to play hard. Meaning if you are putting all this energy and focus and you're using one part of your brain to be organized, that you need to have that balance. You can't just go, 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 go. I think we're both caught up in it and we've both seen it in our lives, that hustle and bustle culture where your, your main focus, there seems to be a cutoff when you, you grow up and all of a sudden ding, you're deemed as an adult. It's like, put away the childish things, put away being a child, put away play. No, no, no. Your focus now is to hustle. You need to constantly be grinding. You have all these obligations, these bills to pay. And that you know, even so much when we're doing our creative passion projects too, there's that push to grind, 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 always on the go. Uh, how many times have we sat down in a chair after a busy day and our mind goes, oh, hang a second, you're not relaxing, you're not going to do something that you enjoy. You've still got this massive big to-do list. Again, here's Crowley from Supernatural here on Rolls, his, his big scroll <laughs> list and it goes on and on that's generally, come on, that's generally our to do list. And then we feel that we got to get up and we got to go do this. And that has been where my mindset has been a lot. And it's led me to burnout. But let's bring it back to my toddler. Now that um, my toddler, he is the epitome of play. Mm -hmm. Um, He uh, loves it. And I absolutely find the greatest joy watching him play, but also being part of it. Like, uh, I'll share an an example of the power of play and why it's important, just real quick. I think it was yesterday. Oh my gosh, it seemed from the moment I woke up, everyone wanted a piece of me. Um, everyone wanted, like, I have these questions. Can you make these decisions? You need to be here. You've got to make this phone call. We're waiting for you on this video, answer these emails. And I was like, Mm ah, again, that hustle bustle, like, ah, I don't even have the opportunity to open my eyes fully. I haven't done what I need to do to start the day. And so immediately I am swept up from the energy of rest into the energy of hustle bustle and grind and stress and I immediately that's how my day started. And then my sweet little toddler, he comes over like I'm trying to breathe. I'm like, okay, let's focus. Linda, come on, you can't start the day like this. And he comes over with this big grin and he steals my breakfast burrito, dips his finger in my ketchup, and then puts it on my skin and looks at me as if to say, what's you going to do about that grandma? And I'm like, okay, I could, I, and this is just an example. He doesn't always do that. Uh, I, you have a choice in what am I going to do? Oh, why did you do that? Like, do I continue that energy? But for me, cause he's done this before I, I see that as a sign from the goddess. I see it as a sign from my little toddler who watches me and is learning. Hey, grandma, you're taking things too serious. Right now here lighten up don't be so serious and so then I'm like baby and then next thing I know I'm on the floor with him we're playing with these blocks we're trying to figure out uh, different things for um, his cars and he's done that a few times I, I've known I've where I've just been so stressed he'll grab my face and he'll just give me this grin or he'll grab my hand and mm. he'll pull me where do you want to go? He pulls me down to the floor or let's dance and things like that. And again, I'm a storyteller. So that long story <laughs> was basically to say that there really is a power and an importance and, and a vital need for play. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you have a toddler or whether you don't have a toddler, you're like you're an empty nester. It's important to find your kind of play. Play meaning it's something where you focus in the moment, like you stop it's almost like it's that press pause. I'm putting a pause on the bills that need to be paid right now. I'm putting a pause on uh, obligations whether they're work, or whether they're friends, like society obligations, whether they're family. I'm going to put a pause. I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to laugh. I I'm going to be silly. I'm going to dance. I'm going to do something that brings me joy and that's going to tap me back into the magic that was my childhood. Or the magic that comes from there's a difference between being childish and childlike, and, right. and and studies have shown, I could talk about this forever. Studies have shown that the importance of play and the importance of unwinding and relaxing and laughter that it is an entire body thing. Mm-hmm. It affects everything, right? Um, When you're always so uptight and tense and focused, sooner or later you're going to snap, whether that's in your emotions, whether that's in your reaction to the world, how you see the world, how you experience the world, but also within your body, that stress churns, it builds, it lumps together, and then sooner or later you got all these stressful energetic points in your body. It's just... It's vital. It's important. I've, I've learned that we have to play more. Yeah. We just have to play more. I think, what do you think, Christy? That was a big long. <laughs> oh, <laughs> me I'm an advocate for play. Yeah.
0: Play is, I've always been the serious, even as a kid, I was a serious one, but I, I still played. Um, But I played things like house and school and, you know, my play as my active play as a child was in the pool oh my gosh you got me in the pool you could never get me out and roller (laughs) skating I loved to roller skate and just thinking about it now I was like wow yeah that that fun that movement that you know who cares about anything else yeah as you get older and all those responsibilities pile on it's so hard to step away from that and just let yourself go but it's so necessary and so I have learned that I purposely have to say okay it's time to play it you know I have to build that into my schedule because otherwise I won't do it I'm just and it's not even anymore so much about the grind and the hustle and this we'll talk about this too it's almost like a lot of what I do now feels like play to me just because I'm so passionate about it I'm so in love with it. I I just want to do more of it. And that's how writing was too. But what happens is when you do that so much, and especially when it becomes part of your work, then it's not play because, yeah, you're, you're passionate about it and it feels good and everything, but it's not giving you the benefit of doing something for no other reason than to just do it and have fun with it and to just be in the present moment. And I think, you know, that means stepping away from the writing or the art, especially if those are your businesses. Now, if that is your play, like you have a whole different career and painting or drawing or writing, if that is your play, that is awesome. But if it's part of your work and your business, then remember to do other play. And the other thing I think is important about play to remember is you don't have to be good at it. And I think as oh, you know, adults, especially you know, the further along in life we get, like you know, thirties, forties, and I, I uh, celebrate my fifty second birthday tomorrow. So yeah, at this age, we kind of get in this mindset that we should know how to do everything. And we should be good at it. And we forget what it's like to be a beginner. And that it's okay to be a beginner. And it's okay to be in that place of, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is fun. And so Exactly. It
1: takes that pressure
0: off, right? Yes. And that is exactly, that's exactly what I was trying to say, is even if it's something that you love and you're passionate about, when there's any pressure on it, you still need something else to release it. And whether that's just being silly, I mean, we had so much fun. I think it was New Moon, one of our New Moon ceremonies, where we were just silly, and it was so much fun. I was blowing bubbles. I still have little pop bubble stains I keep finding in different places (laughs) that I didn't clean up yet. But it was just fun just to be silly and not so serious and adult and responsibility. Going back to my mentor Elaine, she calls it seriousness, which I think is just—I love the word seriousness. Where's your seriousness, or you know, get rid of that seriousness. And that's you know, you just got to find what your way of play is and what feels like fun to you, and that release
1: of pressure it feels right. Yeah, because there's you know, I know at least for me, like you get this attitude as you grow. It's an all or nothing, black or white. So it's like you either got to be all serious and all work and all like all pressure or all silly, all play. But it's finding that balance. It's finding your place in it. Yeah, finding balance. Well, that's what we've been talking about with the podcast too, and. Um, especially when we introduce the bonus episodes as we celebrate the different high holidays and Sabbaths is that there's a a time and a season for everything right and Mm -hmm. so it's remembering that that we are still very much um, we're spiritual beings having a very human experience and that there's a time and a season there's a time for seriousness <clears throat> there's absolutely time for grind and making sure that you have all your ducks in a row and that you're able to meet those obligations so that you can continue um, on your journey. But there's absolutely time for play, for fun, for taking that breath and, and saying, you know what, for today, uh, work. You know, work is over here and I'm just going to enjoy it. So
0: that's a really good point to bring up the timing and there's a time for everything, but there's also, or not, but, and there's also a balance at any given time. And it's kind of interesting that you brought that up. Cause I wanted to point this out is right now, why we are having this discussion right now is we are in Leo season and Leo is a fire sign And we are in this um, second half of the growing season and pretty soon we're going to have harvest. So yeah, we are, you know, blazing down our paths and giving our last boost of abundant energy to feed our crops, whatever we are growing within ourselves or outside of ourselves. So yeah, this is a big power push right now, but at the same time, Leo is about creative expression and play and it's in the house of Leo is children and you know yeah it's the create and the have fun and to shine your light and to just be out there expressing yourself and so there's that balance there of pushing yourself and giving it, you know, you're all right now in this fiery summer energy, but also playing and creating and spending time with children and, you know, even your inner child, finding that inner child and bringing her out like you used to do in those summer vacations from school where all you did was play. And we forget to do that as adults and we get caught up in it. And Sometimes when we when that curiosity takes over, the absolute best thing we can do is play and to just let it go because it gives us a chance to step away from the problem and gives our mind, you know, the other part of our brain to take over and just create or admire or appreciate or just be in the moment. Well, that thinking mind of ours can do its thing in the background. And lo and behold, you come up with that answer that you've been looking for or that way of doing things that had been eluding you before because you've been focusing so tightly on it, you weren't seeing what was right in front of you.
1: Oh, and that just perfectly leads into the uh, to that thought of why it's also important is that play is a gateway to your imagination. Mm-hmm. But it's also like we get so focused and we get so boxed in that when we allow, we allow room for play and we allow that room just to, to put other things aside and that pressure aside uh, our brain is able to then and and our spirits are able then to find outside the box solutions. We're able to tap into that imagination and find creative ways um, to do things. And also like you made me think when you were sharing that your type of play as a child it was very serious, like you played house and doctors and stuff like that. Play is also a vehicle for learning. We seem to, as we, and I found myself in this trap the other day, we kind of get into this this spot that the only way that we can learn as adults is if we sit down and take a, a class, or we set aside a chunk of time and read, uh, watch videos, instruction, classes, courses and stuff. But we forget one of the first ways that we learned how to learn about the world, learn about ourselves, is through play. And I had that conversation with my husband the other day, as I do, because I'm an overthinker and I I always worry that I'm not enough. And that's something that I'm working on. But I, I asked my husband, I'm like, are we doing everything we possibly can for my grandson? for our grandson. Uh, are we doing everything so that he is developing beautifully? It, are we enough for him? Is there anything else that he needs? And for the most part, I uh, I know that, hey, his development is led by him and whatever he, he needs, we facilitate it. But Mark reminded me, hey, this baby, he learns through play. Uh, And it reminded me of some of the education that have that, yeah, there is the power of play is that that's how we learn things. Like we learn through doing things and acting things out and we see things and we model it. And it was just a great reminder too of not discrediting play because we don't think that it's useful. We can still learn through playing we still can gain those important insights. We can still heal. We can still do all those things. And so it gave me a chance to take a deep breath and go, okay, Belinda, you've switched into this mindset of, and you've forgotten, hey, this baby of yours is learning and growing every day. He's doing new things. And as long as we provide a way for him to play and to use his imagination and offer him those experiences and opportunities then he's okay he's gonna he's gonna get what he needs as he needs it that same mentality can be brought over to us as adults that we need to have those opportunities and those possibilities and those experiences because we're still learning there doesn't come a cutoff and so to me again that's an important reason why we as adults need play there's different ways that we learn and so and one of them is through movement it is through actively doing something as opposed to just sitting behind a computer and grinding and filling our day with stuff and so that brings up the question what
0: is play and you just said what it is not and i'm gonna say it scrolling through social media is not play. It might feel like you're stepping Mm -hmm. away from your world and your work and everything, but that is not active play. That is not really doing anything for you. Playing games on your phone, that might be a nice way to distract you while you're sitting in the doctor's office or maybe even on the toilet, but it's not like real play. That's not what we mean by play. So Belinda, what are some
1: ways that you play? How do you bring play into your life? Of course, it's easy because I have a toddler, but I'm thinking of some of the other times when the toddler is not around or be pre-toddler. Some of the ways that I played was I get silly. And by silly and goofy, like driving home from work, we put on music and we sing loudly and we dance. dancing mm-hmm. with my husband. I dance around the house. Right now, one of my forms of play is I go out into my yard and i work in my garden uh, uh, things like that other forms of play is i'll go for a walk or i'll go out um i'll call up family let's get together let's do something um, let's actively where i'm engaging where i'm i'm laughing and where um just being goofy together i'm lucky i have family that's goofy so we're all goofy and silly together But that's ways that I play. It's something where I am, it's an opportunity for me to smile, to laugh, to forget what's going on for the moment that stressed me out. It's a way for me to breathe, to move my body. That is one of the ways that I process stuff is through movement. It doesn't have to be anything big. Like you don't have to go to an amusement park. You don't have to actually go to a playground. Uh, Sports can be a form of play. And so these are the things that I do within my house. And so it's finding what play means to you that hits those elements where you can be creative. Like some people go to like escape rooms for play. Mm -hmm. Just depends. Whatever recharges your battery, whatever gives you that boost of energy that you need so that you can go back and work and you can go and meet those obligations head on with a renewed spirit energized because we've both experienced it and i know a lot of creatives experience it if you don't do it you get burnt out yeah. so and isn't that the thing of our also for starlight tea is uh, filling cup and serving from the saucer so you don't mm-hmm. ever drain yourself that is the essence of play you're filling your cup back up yeah
0: to me play is those activities that just kind of look bring up those endorphins. That's that feel good. That's that reset too of the mind and the heart and the soul and the body. So it's really funny because once I started learning more about who I really am, after taking off all of the expectations and all the mass and everything else, you know, of who I was to outer world in my earlier years, once I was like, all right, I want to know who I truly am and what I am here for, what I am bringing into the world. And so I really got into astrology. So I bring that up a lot. And my, I'm a Leo. So I'm that play, creative expression. You know, that energy is huge because that's my sun sign. That's, that's your major big energy there. But also um, I spoke just a few minutes ago about the house of leo which is the fifth house and that's the house of play well it happens to be that saturn is in my fifth house and saturn rules my chart because i'm a capricorn rising and saturn is the grumpy old authoritative dad who keeps (laughs) you in line and makes sure you are you know doing life by the rules and keeping you straightforward and focused and also the 10th house is very um filled in my chart and the 10th house is career and ambition (laughs) and so and that's Capricorn's house so I I feel like I was kind of set up to not ever enjoy play (laughs) I was like this is not fair but I have learned that you know you can change that for one because now I'm aware and now I see okay this is Where this energy is coming from, but I don't have to sit and live in that energy. Just like anything else that we talk about, you know, that needs any kind of emotions or energy, we're dealing with. You don't have to live there. And even if you're, you know, that's what your your birth chart says, and those are the energies most influencing you. Just by being aware, you can say, okay, so now I know I have to purposefully make an effort to play. And that's why I was saying I have to schedule it in. Or and it sounds silly, but it works for me. But also find those ways of play that works with who I am. And for those of us who are ruled by Saturn, that might mean that your play needs to be the kind that has more structure to it. So, you know, like playing games that actually have rules to it, you know, you might not be as spontaneous, you might not be as let's go with, with, you know, by the seat of our pants and let's make up the rules as we go or someone decides they want to change the rules you might be the one who's like no and then we got to stick to the rules and then it doesn't become play anymore and so just becoming aware of that and how you are and knowing how to bring play into your life because I do have that Leo energy I can set up all the rules and then all I will say fuck it I'm not playing by those rules (laughs) and so that helps and just being aware of that and leaning into that part of My chart and and you know that's how I can counteract it. And so for me, play is often games. I do like to play uh, video games with my kids when they're available. Um, It's also reading. I mean, to me, that's play when I'm reading fiction because it's taking me into a whole different world and I get to play that character, especially if it's a really good book that you're really into and you feel like you're in that world one of those where you're done reading and you come out and you're like when you're in the real world you're like what is this place because you've been so lost in that other place and so that's fun to me But also, yeah, dancing, putting the music on and just dancing or swimming. I don't do that nearly as much because I'm one of those old ladies now. I remember my grandmas, they were like, oh, I can't get my hair wet, you know, when they were in the pool with me. I was like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) You know, now I know because of what it does to the hair. (laughs) It's like such a pain in the ass to deal with that. Um, but still swimming is fun. I've really been tempted to get rollerblades again and roller skate. But I'm also like, I'm fifty-two years old. If I fall, it's it's not the same as when you fall when you're eight, you know. <laughs> so So yeah, play can come from all kinds of different places and be in all kinds of different ways. And like Belinda said, it's it's what feels good to you. And I think also what I wanted to bring up is what's new to you, because something new is that you're not good at that's when you can when you can embrace that you're not good at it or that you're new to it and just do it however you want to do it that can be fun too and like I'm an awful painter but when I pull out a canvas and paints and just do my thing and it's it's ridiculous and it looks awful and I would never share it with anybody else but it makes me happy and it, and it feels like play, especially put some music on and just you know I'm not even trying to paint anything specific. I just throw paint on there and just play with it. Get your fingers in it. That would be even more fun, you know, to finger paint and get your hands into it. Create things uh, that you're just just isn't your normal way of doing things because that rewires your brain. That takes you away from all those everyday things that you are involved in and again if writing is your play but you're doing it every day or whatever your art is if you're doing that every day and especially if you have that financial pressure on you or deadlines or what you know if there's any pressure at all on you then it
1: it's less play it's not so much play anymore the writing part is the play the because you're tapping into your imagination and you're creating something but then there comes a point where it slips over into work because then mm-hmm. you've got to think of marketing. You've got to think of how you're going to format the cover. What happens if it sells? What happens if it does sell? You know, and oh my gosh, I'm going to have enough to, to pay. So yeah, it, it, there's a very thin line when what you're passionate and your creative projects, they're fun, but they can also slip over into work.
0: Right, and it it's that and it's also, at least for me, especially when I was going through those really dark and stressful times, there was the constant worry, even while I was trying to be just in the creative part, but oh my gosh, what are the readers going to think about the way he said that? Or, you know, do, are they going to like this plot twist I just put in? Is it, you know, I start questioning everything that I was doing as I'm creating, because it was so important to make sure the readers like enjoyed it and got out of it what I wanted them to that I lost my actual creative inspiration and connection to it and it was coming from a whole different lens and that's when it's just like you got to step away and free your mind of whatever those pressures
1: are and just let them go for a while. I think you bring up a good point that that's another element of play is where you've got to release that expectation that it's going to bring some kind of accolade or financial reward, or that has to be perfect, or you bring in the opinions of others.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Play should should be just doing something with no other intention, that it's fun and that it brings you joy and that it's something yeah. that your opinion is the, only, is the only thing that matters. You know what I right. mean? And so that's a great way for you to determine whether something that you're doing is play or whether it slipped over into work and right. bring it back to the level of play. But yeah, releasing that expectation because, yeah, I remember the ceremony that we did for New Moon and I've got it actually up on my wall where you had us draw like we were kids, just drawing mm-hmm. And I remember that first, my adult brain just switching in and going, oh, it has to be perfect. It has to look like this. And then me trying really hard to switch back to that childlike mind of, it doesn't matter. It's pretty. It looks cool. Yeah. And I get that when I play with my grandson too. Like we just bought him magnetic blocks. And so in my mind playing is you're putting it on, and it all lines up and it's color coordinated. No, this kid doesn't do that. He's like, oh, put it here, put it here, put it here it doesn't even align. It's all over the place, but he is so proud of it, And mm-hmm. he's constantly teaching me. It's yeah, you're doing it just because that's the way you want to do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to impress anybody.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it's solely for you. And that's what play is for. It's solely for you. It doesn't matter. Right. I play different from you. You play different from me. We play different from Bob that's down the road. What matters is that we're doing Mm -hmm. what is best for us, what fills us, what rejuvenates us, what brings us joy. And so, yeah. Yeah. So if that's silly or if that's structured silliness, it, it doesn't matter. Play is play. Right, right. And I think we get away
0: from that because of this grind hustle culture that we're in, that especially those who are creative and are, you know, you become good at something. And then it's like, oh, now I can make it a business. Now I can sell it. You know, and because other people see it and they're like, oh, I want one of those. And then the next thing you know, it's become a business which is work. And you know, even if you enjoy doing it, there's still that pressure, especially if you're doing it for someone else. It's like now you're thinking about what do what do they want? Is this gonna make them happy? You know, and you're you're there again trying you're doing it for somebody else and not for you and that's just what we want to encourage with this episode is it goes back to like belinda said filling your cup to overflowing taking care of yourself because that's the only way you're going to be able to take care of anybody else is if your cup is full and overflowing then you can give generously to other people but when your cup is emptying out and there's nothing there to pull from, yeah, you might be giving to other people, but it's not nearly with the same kind of energy and the same generosity and the same expression that of love and caring and kindness that you would if your cup is overflowing. So it goes back to like we've said several times of you put your own oxygen mask on before you put it on anybody else. And because if you can't breathe, you can't help other people. And that's just what we want to encourage with this power of play.
1: So Belinda, what Starburst are you sharing today? Well, to go along with the theme of play today, I thought that we would give Well, I wanted to give a shout out to Spotify. I know that uh, you may be listening to this podcast on Spotify. I wanted to share another way that I use Spotify that I love, 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 love. That is I get to find favorite music, new music, and I create these playlists. And I don't just create playlists for my books, but I also create them for different moods. And so Mm -hmm. I have one that uh, is for play. I have one for my grandson and it's one we put on that we dance to and we get to be silly and goofy around. And I I like doing that. Like if I'm having to do something like cleaning, which I consider mm-hmm. work because mm-hmm. um, I don't have someone cleaning for me or doing those like chores and stuff. I, I'm fortunate enough when I go to work, I can listen to headphones. If I'm needing that just extra spark, I will put on these playlists. And I find that I start working to the beat. It's not so much drudgery and it really helps. I love, love, love making playlists uh, for different moods. So that is my starburst. If you're listening to us on Spotify, check out that. Maybe you already have. If you have a playlist that you use, favorite songs and things that encourage you to play, we invite you to leave it in the comments
0: uh, when we post this on
1: social medias. I'm always looking for new music always looking for new playlists Uh, just music it is it's a powerful medium for us to boost our energy and to shake away some of that heaviness and pressure you know it makes things a little easier when you can do it with a song and a dance or even just like a little head bop so yeah that is what my starburst is today what about you Christy what's yours
0: um, well, first I want to say, um, going back to the playlist, and you reminded me, so this Priestess Presence and the path that I'm on, we're connected to the 13 Moon Mystery School, that's our lineage, um, which teaches the 13 archetypes of the Divine Feminine. And so each moon, we we do a new archetype, and you go through that through the whole year. And so the Muse archetype Is all about play and tapping into that inner child that lives within all of us, that a lot of us have silenced, and it's really connecting in with them. And the one fun thing we did was make a playlist of songs from childhood. Or from child movies, and it was so much fun, like listening to "Super Califragilistic Expialidocious" or <laughs> "You Got a Friend in Me." You know, all of those songs from our childhood, and listening to them and and just getting up and moving to them really helps you reconnect into that inner child and that energy of play. And you really feel the power there. So even if you're just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to play. I don't have time for it. Even if you take five minutes, have a playlist like that, that you've created or find them. Other people have created theirs and just save, you know, those playlists. And just play it for a little bit and you can't help it. It just lifts up your heart and your spirit and it gives you that big boost that we've been talking about that lets you get back to what you, you know, your responsibilities and everything, but with a whole different perspective and a whole different energy to your walk. So that was a lot of fun and I'm glad you brought that up. Music is huge. I am giving a starburst out to our of starlights and moonbeams community we have our facebook group and our ladies who come to our ceremonies and they just mean so much to me what people bring to it you know, their offerings, their shares, their wisdom and insight. It's it's just such a beautiful community. So I just wanted to give us a big shout out to our group and all the ladies who are involved in it and who bring you know whether it's a humorous post or a question for all of us to consider or you know sharing those source messages whatever it is I just I love you all and I'm grateful for you and and I'm so glad to be walking this journey with you and that you have become part of our community and if you're not in it we invite you to join it.
1: Thank you so much for joining us for this cup of please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magic topic. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, Google, Heart Radio, Amazon Music, and Player FM. And in the meantime, be sure to follow us at
0: Starlight Tea Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, feel free to DM us or email at hello at starlightteapodcast.com.
1: We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.